This podcast is intended solely for blind and print-impaired audiences and is brought to you by the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. It's time now for this week's episode of Tech It Out, a program poised on the cutting edge of technology. Outlook Enrichment is pleased to sponsor this edition of Tech It Out here on Radio Talking Book. For more information about Outlook Enrichment, please call 531-365-5051 or visit www.outlooken.org. Hello, everyone. I'm Dennis Nelson, Adaptive Tech Trainer with Outlook Enrichment, and this is another edition of Tech It Out. Welcome to it. We have a great guest on today's program, a very familiar voice to many of you, Mickey Salzman, who many of you have worked with over the years as he's been a longtime Adaptive Tech Trainer, is our special guest today on this edition of Tech It Out. Mickey, it's great to have you back with us here at Outlook, uh, indirectly at least, on our podcast today. It's uh, been a long time since you've been with us. Well, this is an honor to be here, Dennis. And, and I must say, uh, after listening to several of your podcasts over these several months, I think the audio quality has definitely taken a step up. <laughs> so, But I am grateful to be here. Um, I still miss my Outlook family I still see you guys so much, and I plan to always be a part of Outlook, and so I'm great. I'm glad to be back today. Well, we're certainly glad to have you, and we want to talk today about a new app, because I know that, uh, obviously, you have left Outlook, but uh, maybe we should take a minute to talk about that, the fact that you left Outlook. What are you doing now? You obviously haven't disappeared into the shadows by any stretch. No, I'm not, and, and in fact, um, a lot of my job uh, kind of crosses over to what I did, but um, I am, uh, I took a job with the commission, Nebraska Commission for the Blind and Visually Impaired, um, a very tough decision for me because as I told you, I love love Outlook and I love your family and I still always will be in a, a huge supporter and a part of Outlook Enrichment, but um, I took a job as a technology specialist uh, for the Nebraska Commission for the Blind, and so... Um, we work. I work out of the, you know obviously out of the Omaha district. Um, we do do some things that, you know across the state. Obviously, we're we're in Lincoln, um, other places in Nebraska as well. I mean, we're so the Nebraska Commission is is uh, been around for a long time. Always, always you know I've been a part of the commission for a long time. Obviously, as a client, and and, and you know it was kind of a a good dream of mine to get back to the commission. Um, you know, I certainly love what I do, but I, I was always kind of excited when I had that opportunity and, you know, um, it was, like I said, a tough decision, but, but I basically do, I do some of the same stuff that I do where it's a little bit different in that, you know, I don't do the training specifically, you know, twice a week and clients, you know, generally a little bit different. Sometimes I do a lot of tech assessments in purchasing technology, um, but it's still adaptive technology, uh, Dennis and, you know, I always say we all work together, and, and uh, we certainly do. And I think that, you know, um, and I'm still a part of working with the blind and visually impaired, and I know we all care about, you know, my job is, is like your job, is trying to help blind and visually impaired people succeed and try to help them, you know, in, in their technology. So that is kind of the same, but it's a little different in what I do in terms of on a daily basis. But um, so, yeah, that's what I do. I'm the, called the technology specialist just because I handle a lot of different t- types of adaptive technology. So, you know, if we're getting ready to buy somebody a Braille display or um, we're purchasing JAWS or Zoom text, what do we, you know, what are their needs are? 
what do they think their needs are, you know, um, that sort of thing too. And, and so we were involved in, in a lot of those different things. So that's kind of what I do. Um, now with the commission. So you uh, also visit a lot of these people, whereas in, in my job, people come to me, but in, in a lot of cases in your new job, people come to you. Is that correct? Or you go to them, I should say. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we do, I do some remote, but I do a lot of, you know, in, in person. Uh, so I will, you know, sometimes we'll go out to, you know, uh, you know the, the homes and businesses. Um, I work a lot of, with a lot of clients who are, well, maybe they're concerned about their jobs, and so maybe we need to go out and talk to the employers, or maybe we go into their the homes and and we're trying to set them up with some adaptive technology so that they're, you know, that that they're you know try to meet their needs. Um, so it's a little different in that I don't do as much of really uh, I don't do a lot of remote training. I do a lot of in person, but um, you know, and like I said, I also do. There's a lot more people that I work with sometimes, so I don't necessarily get to see people as, as you might on like, you know, twice a week or whatever. And, you know, so that's kind of a little bit sometimes, uh, you know, that also has its, um, I miss some of those, you know, I don't, it's, it's a little bit harder to develop those kind of relationships with people, but it's also, um, you know, exciting job as well. I do a lot of, you know, different things um, that relate to technology assessments and, and those kind of things. So. It's a little bit different, but it's also the same, I guess, in some ways. Sure. Well, yeah, mine's a little more one-on-one with the same people, whereas you're, you know, dealing with a lot of different people. I guess that's a good way to summarize that. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's good because that means you're keeping your hand in the technology field, which is why part of the reason we have you here today, probably the biggest reason, and that is you have a brand new device on your phone that I know you've been excited about since March, and you've been dying to tell folks about it and what it does for you and all that kind of thing. So why don't you tell us about this fabulous new app that you found for your iPhone? Well, so first of all, um, and, and so most of you know, uh, most of your listeners, I'm sure, know, and, and I, I, I'm sure I brought this up I, I many times probably, but I also have a hearing loss as well. So I'm totally blind, and I'm also partially deaf. So that presents some interesting challenges for me. And and the, kind of the backstory on this was that um, when, I, when I got the job working for the commission, you have to go through training again. So I had to go through... Uh, 300 hours of training uh, for my job to kind of, you know, get back into as for my job. And um, one of the, the things that I was really concerned about was was travel and mobility. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love this. I love being independent, but I was always, I mean, I'm concerned about, you know, crossing certain streets. And, and it's kind of a scary thing, especially for, even for blind people who have good hearing sometimes to, to analyze that traffic and figure out what the traffic is doing and try to figure out, you know, what, what, what happens with traffic and how to know when to cross. And so, and it was actually a particular time. Uh, this was like, I think I want to say a few weeks into my training. Um, I went out with the instructor and it was kind of a rainy day. It was, you know, of course we're talking about February and March, those months right in there. So the weather was still kind of iffy. And so I went out and, I, I really struggled, um, Dennis, trying to identify my parallel traffic. You know, he would say, okay, is it time to cross? And, and then I just, you know, it was just such a hesitation for me. So I came home and I was kind of feeling discouraged. We, 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 we talked about, obviously, okay, 
you know, there's alternatives. Um, you try to find streets with a with better parallel traffic. In other words, if you can find when you're when you're crossing a lighted intersection, you want to have busy traffic because um, that can tell you, you know, the parallel traffic tells you when it's safe to cross, basically. So sure. I'm concerned about that. But I went home and I was just kind of looking into different podcasts and things, and I found you know I found this app, and the app is called Oko O K O. Uh, uh, AI co-pilot for the blind. And at first, Dennis, when I, you know, when I heard about this app, I thought, okay, this is crazy. This is weird. You know, who's uh, the idea of holding a phone up and I will talk about it in a minute and actually hold it up and having it analyzed across the street, you know, the, the traffic signal, that seems very crazy. But to make a long story short, I downloaded it and began using it and really, you know, I found that I really liked it. And it was really just gave me a kind of a, a another sense of kind of a peace of mind because, you know, even though I still listen for that parallel traffic and I listen to um, vehicles that might be, you know, going in front of me or, or that sort of thing, now I have the OCO app. It's OKO, and it allows me to uh, use a sound and haptic feedback, and it basically tells me when the intersection is safe to cross. Um so that's essentially the, the description of the app, and that's kind of how it works. So do you use this app? You might remember that last month on the podcast I talked about Good Maps, for example. There's yeah. so many things that you can listen to with, with, with uh, you know, we're getting more and more apps. Do you use it in conjunction with any other apps, or do you use it all by itself? So it is okay. it, it is actually a separate app. Um which is, which is very interesting because, you know, one of the things that we want to be careful about, and, and I'll point this out as we talk about OCO, um, but you want to make sure that you're not using technology as a distraction. So I usually, you know, when I get off the bus, um, I, I turn on OCO. I, I generally have the point now where I don't really need GPS technology apps going because, so I will turn good maps off as soon as I get off the bus and I'll put on OCO and just, you know, walk down the street a couple blocks so I get to the, to the state office building, which is where we're located. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so I use that app, and so I, you certainly can use it. It doesn't hurt if you use it with GPS apps, but it is not a GPS app itself. It, it It's strictly right now is used for identifying the intersections and, and what state they're in. So that's, that is, um, but yes, I do use uh, good maps like, outdoors or explore if i'm you know if i'm walking down the sidewalk to know you know i like to have the announcement of the streets i'm coming up to but yeah oco is is separate from that yeah i was just wondering because you can get to a point where you're almost uh suffering from sensory overload if you have too many of these things going i guess that was my point well that is all very interesting and uh so tell us how you how you actually use this OCO, or if you have things that you want to demonstrate about it. Uh, I know you have it open there on your phone. Yeah. So, so OCO. Uh, I guess I'll kind of start at the beginning with the, you know the download process. It is a free app. We all love free, right? Absolutely, that's a great word. It, a free app. Um, it was developed. Um, basically for the purpose of identifying, you know, the traffic lights. And they have other ideas. They have, they want to hopefully be able to expand that where it might even potentially be able to identify, potentially be able to identify 
buses or, you know, I don't know how they will do that, but that is just, you know, something that they, they talk about. And, uh, basically it's a free app. You download it. You're going to download it off the app store. Mm-hmm. Um, it's unavailable for Android yet. I do want to point that out. And that's kind of a, a one thing that's the, for Android users. I know we always like to, suggest apps that we can both use on iPhone and Android, but this is not this is not an Android app yet. I think probably one of the reasons is because of the modeling that they use. It's it's so tough because Android there are so many different devices. Yeah. And you know, you've got different cameras and different systems and so it's just a little bit harder to identify uh, that. But it is available for iPhone. It's totally free. You're gonna download the app and one of the things that's really important, they, they talk a lot about disclaimers, and I want to talk about that as well. Because I know GPS, we talk about, you know, hey, the, you know, you should never use this app, you know, in, you know, uh, ahead of your, ahead of your, your uh, skills, you know, your mobility skills. Right. Even Good Maps does that. They'll say, uh, you know, use safety first kind of thing. Kind of what we, our motto at Outlook has always been safety first kind of thing. Absolutely, and, and that's so that's so important because we want to make sure that you're using your mobility skills. I, you know, I still listen for that parallel traffic. I listen to vehicles that might be coming in front of me. Try to pay attention to your surroundings. So, but after that, you're going to go through a disclaimer. You you uh, install the app. Safari. So I'm actually at the home screen now on my phone. So I'm going to open up the Oco app and kind of give people an idea. Um, kind of what's on the main screen. Uh, this is one of those apps that you literally can, once you get it set up and, and get it installed and everything, you literally can open it up and it's ready to go. Now, the app, I will tell you, has gone through several updates since then. They have, um, and I can show you, they have different voice levels or different different uh, noise levels. So, for example, for someone who is, uh, maybe you are hard of hearing like me and you need that louder beep, and they, they have that as well. Um, and they also have, and I really like this, Dennis, they have haptic feedback. So that if you are, when you're holding the phone, and I'll, I'll go into how you hold the phone in a second. But when you're holding the phone, you're actually able to feel the phone, you're able to feel the phone vibrate. So you literally feel the phone as it gives you the don't walk, walk. And then there's a the third option, which is the countdown, the countdown uh, signal. So... Um, I'm going to go into OCO. Messages. 47 OCO. And of course, open it up with a double tap. OCO. Pedestrian signal. So it comes up and just says pedestrian signal. Now, what they've done, because this app is a bit of a battery drain. We, we can talk about the, you know, the, some of the disadvantages of the app, but it is a bit of a battery drain. But what they've done is they've set it up so that when you open up the app, if you lay it down, like lay it flat, um, you know, it, it will actually go in what we call pause mode. So I've got it straight up. And the way I'm holding my phone is, imagine if you were going to take a video across the street, like if you were going to point it across the street to the opposite intersection and video and take some video. I've got the back camera facing away from me, which I, I have to say there are probably people who look at me like, what am I doing? Why am I videoing across the street? But <laughs> so, so there's that, those kinds of... Um, you know, there's the stairs, but I'm holding the phone. I've got the back camera facing in front of me. You can, sometimes they'll suggest, 
you know, like putting it up to your chest, like the, the screen part of your phone, um, holding it up against your chest. I don't do that. I hold it a little bit away from my, from my chest and I just hold it, you know, straight forward. And what the camera does is the camera uses line of sight to identify the walk signal on the, on the other side of the street. And it can do as much as I want to say six lane, six lanes of traffic. So it really has a pretty good range. Now, this app is not perfect. And when I say that, I mean, you know, there's times that sometimes sun glare will cause it to maybe you have to kind of move it left or a little bit right to get the get the signal to come through uh, and to get to work. But I will say it doesn't it's never given me wrong information. But but you just have to know when you when you walk up to the intersection, you have to. You know, I, I a lot of times what I do is I stand kind of in the middle of the crosswalk where the, you know, with a little bumper, whatever the things are called, the the um, the little bumpers that, that kind of help you uh, identify the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. And this is another thing I would like about Oco because it really, a lot of times, it really helps me cross straight. I know one of the things that, you know, I struggle with when I'm crossing a street is trying to stay straight, trying not to veer. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's always a struggle, but Elko is pretty good at, at helping me stay straight. So, so I'm on the home screen now, and I'm just going to kind of give you an idea. I can actually – one of the nice things that they do is they allow you to demonstrate the sounds even before you go out. And um, so they allow you to actually get a feel for what, this, what, it, what it sounds like. But I'm going to kind of take you through some of the settings in the menu – in, in, on the main screen because that's obviously very important when we're looking at an app. So, um, help we do have a help option. So, we have a help button so that if you do want some instructions, it kind of goes through how to use the app. Again, it's very basic. <clears throat> I say that because it's, it's literally opening up the app and once it's set up, you open it up and it tells you, you know, pedestrian signal. So, how does this work? So, uh, I'm holding it like the camera facing in front of me, mm-hmm. the back faces in front of me, um, and I'm going to be standing at the intersection, and it's going to tell me either walk, don't walk, or a countdown. Now, the it's got three ways that it really communicate that to me. It's going to give me a beep. It'll it'll beep in a slow um, kind of at a slow rate if it don't walk. If it changes to walk, if, if the light is now if it's available for me to cross, it will do a fast beep. And if it's the countdown option, which I really love this because I can tell with Oco when the light is about ready to change back to don't walk. And I love that. Dennis, that's probably the best, one of the best things about this app is because I can, you know, I can hear the parallel traffic, but how do I know the light's about ready to change? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I love this app and then I can get it right in the beginning and, and I can tell when it's when it's time to cross, or I can tell when it's probably a good idea just to stay and wait and, and let the next let it go move to the next light cycle. So, we have a menu button. Referral program button. And then menu referral program button. Referral program. You can refer your friends, which I haven't done that, but I know you can do that. You can refer it to other people. You know, they're they're doing their they're doing their part to try to get the word out about Oco, you know, whether it's through, um, you know, they were at the, at the conventions this year. Uh, they, um, you know, they, they, they are, I believe they were at CSUN, um, in the spring, I think, um, as well. So they are, 
really trying to get the word out about OCO, and, and they obviously welcome feedback. Report a mistake. And you report a mistake, too. So let's say that you're having issues with the app. You can send them feedback about, hey, this app is not working. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with, like, sun glare or something, and, and it's not working. Obviously, you know, because let's face it, this is still, in so many ways, this is still testing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's always important that we're reporting any kind of mistakes or issues that we're having with the app. Um, Report a mistake. Referral broke menu. I'm going to go to... Settings. I'm going to go into settings because I want to take a look and show you settings. Settings. Headings. Done. Button. Account. Button. Refer friends. Button. This is where I do have the refer a friend here. I can refer a friend if I want. Um, the account is you create an account just so that you can do that. I think there's a lot of apps out there now that have you create accounts just so that, you know, you can keep track of things or, or like I said, refer friends or whatever. Preferences. Okay, so we got preferences now camera button um there are some preferences with the camera um again this is a battery draining app i will tell you that so they have some preferences in in here that allow you to um like you can um i'll go in here and show you camera set camera visual switch button on so right now i have a switch called camera visual now they can actually show you on the screen what the camera sees so uh, the camera, again, it's, it's in line of sight with the pedestrian signal across the street. They can actually show you that up on the screen of OCO, and it will show you the, the traffic light. But, of course, for me, I have that turned off because it helps save battery life, and I'm also totally blind, so I don't need that. Right. On, well, actually, you know what? I think it's on, but I need to turn it off because it drains my battery. So, <laughs> um, Okay, so we're going to go to... Camera. Audio and haptic button. We've got audio and haptic. So I'm going to go in here. Switch button. On. Um, now, they've done some things. You know, it's like any app. They've, they've had some updates um, to it. There's some things I've kind of liked, and there's a few things I haven't, which, you know, they changed the sounds a little bit, but um, it's still a great app. But um, So I can set my sound levels. Volume alert. Switch button. On. Play audio when an object is detected. So. Audible signal. Beep. Adjustable. Right now. It's set to beep. So as far as the sounds, so when I'm when I'm crossing the street or when I'm waiting at the at the light at the intersection, it gives me those beeps. As I said, it gives me the slow beep for don't cross, uh, the faster beep for you know it's okay to cross, and the countdown beep when it's time to when it's about ready to change back to don't walk. So, but I've got several options here. So I've got a slider thing I can slide up. Voice. I've got voice. So this thing is actually self-voicing. So for folks who are not using voiceover, um, you can also use this app as well. It will tell you when it's when it's, when you can walk or don't walk. It'll say don't walk or walk. Or Now, I find it a little bit annoying because I use voiceover. So voiceover, you know, I've got voiceover on, so I, I had it set to only beep. But you've got beep, you've got voice. Voice and beep. And you've got voice and beep. So... For somebody who wants to hear the voice and they want to hear the beep, um, you can have that as well. Voice beep. Play a specific beep to describe the pedestrian signal status seen by the camera. Yeah, so it's just telling us the description of each of each setting. Beep type. Okay. Now, this is also important. You've got, they, they put in different levels. So mine is set to normal for the beep. Now, I can have it loud, loud which is going to be a louder beep. Normal. Quiet. Or I can have it a quiet beep. Now, I have mine set to normal, 
because I don't want the beep to be too loud. As I mentioned, it, it has haptic feedback as well, so it will actually vibrate. The phone will vibrate along with the beeps. And so because I've got my phone actually streaming through my hearing aids, um, the beep is actually pretty loud. So I don't want – so I have it set to normal is where I want it. So normal, quiet, normal. Can, you can change that. This is where you know, they have several different – you know, different adjustments. Switch button on. Now, for haptics, we only have a switch for on or off. So we can have it on or we can have it off. Um, obviously, I leave mine on because I love to feel that vibration in my hand. Sure. In fact, probably is one of the best features, too, that they have in this app is that if it's, you know, like when I'm downtown, I'm walking, especially at 4, 4.30 at night, um, you know, there's a lot of traffic and so a lot of noise. There's, We've got construction going on in Farnham right now. A lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of noise going on. So it's just nice to have that haptic. The fact that they provide that many settings sounds absolutely awesome. Yeah, the very simple app. You know, it's a simple app. But they do have some, some options. They do have some settings that they provide. And, you know, that, that really make it really nice for, uh, for those of us, um, <clears throat> you know, that are trying to kind of customize it. Because I don't want anything very annoying. I mean, I love, and, you know, this is where you know, we talk about, you know, the whole discussion, as I'm sure you've been a part of. You know, we all would love to see every streetlight in, in the city, you know, audible, ready, and, and you know, those of us that are blind, we, we could use them. But one of the things I found, Dennis, is that so many, it seems like one, well, for one thing, there's not a lot of streets in Omaha that have the audible lights yet. Mm-hmm. And two, you know, there's even some different ones. Now, you know, the, the, maybe maybe there's some that, you know, maybe they simply give you a message that says walk or don't walk, or maybe they provide, you know, a, a different kind of feedback sound. I, I like IOCO because it allows me to, it's on my phone, I pull it out, I point it at the intersection across the street, and then I'm able to get that same kind of customized sound that I want, the same whether it's, you know, the same type of beeps and haptics that I that I want. So I just, I like that feature. Um, obviously, I still have to find the button, um, you, know, you know, so, you know, but that's a matter of, of you know, good ori- orientation mobility skills that as you learn. And, and obviously, you know, again, I, I stress the fact that there's nothing that takes the place of good orientation mobility skills um, in using this app. But, but it's a great tool, and it's a tool that I found that I've been using now since probably March. Well, since yeah, since it came out, which is about in March, and really I've never had an issue. Um, again, there's been some issue with sun glare. Sometimes I've got to move it left or right to get it to catch the, you know, the signal across the street. But it's been a great, great app and a great tool. Well, you were nice enough and kind enough to actually record a demo for us of yes. you actually using Oco. And I say that we take a listen to that and actually hear you in action using Oco at this point. I think that's a great idea. There's no better way to demonstrate the app than to actually do it with a demo. Okay, so I am standing at the corner of um, Northeast corner, actually, of 16th and Martha Street. So 16th Street is a nice street because it it actually has a short light. So this is what really demonstrates Oco. Um, pretty well. So I'm going to go ahead and get my other phone and go ahead and give this a try. So we'll see how, how well this works. So.
and now it's time for me to cross. You hear that traffic also on your left on Martha Street. Now I'm gonna just wait here, and now it's changing to the don't walk. So this is a very short light. Now I'm back to don't walk. Very nice app, and, and like I said, it's just a tool that we can use. So, as I'm facing 16th Street, I obviously can't cross, or it would be, you know, bad idea to cross. Even though there's not a lot of traffic, it's like, but it would be a bad idea to cross. Still on the don't walk, I'll let it change again to walk. Kind of give you an idea of the light cycles, how it works. And now I can walk, and we got the crosswalk. And we also got some parallel traffic, as you can hear. But immediately, very quickly, that little light countdown that you hear, that is, it's basically telling me that it was safe to cross, uh, but now it is counting down and it's getting ready to basically um, turn back red again. So, um, that is just a short demonstration of OCO, and so I hope you've enjoyed it. And um, so there you have it. Um, that is one of the tools that I use to safely cross streets. Well, Mickey, that is really quite a demonstration that you provided us with, and it's great that you were able to show us what the app actually does, and I can see where it's very handy for you. And I'm afraid that's about all the time we have for this edition of Tech It Out, but it certainly has been fun having all of you here, and it's been fun having Mickey Salzman back on the program. What a great pleasure that was, and what a great app he showed us today. Thanks once again for joining us, and I hope you will join us next time for another exciting edition of Tech It Out. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Tech It Out, the program that dances on the cutting edge of technology. Brought to you by Outlook Enrichment. More information is available at www.outlooken.org or by calling 531-365-5051. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 47 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.